This episode of Critical Hit is being brought to you by Harry's. Listeners to this show can redeem their Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash critical hit. Before we get into this week's exciting episode, and believe me, you're going to want to stick around to the end of this episode, I uh, had an email sent to me. Actually, it was a post from Mark over on our Patreon page. He said, hello, everyone. I stumbled upon Critical Hit podcast a couple of months ago and was instantly hooked. As a D&D nerd since the early 80s, I thoroughly enjoy your show, which has introduced me to newer rules systems. Everything about basic D&D, AD&D, and second D&D is new to me. The banter between the players and the GM is comfortingly familiar, and you've taught me a lot about the role of improv in role-playing games. Rodrigo's fertile imagination is stunning in its richness and variety, and all of the players' various contributions make the story compelling and immersive. After listening to the entire catalog of episodes, I realized that I was incredibly grateful for the show that you've produced, and $5 a month is an embarrassing small price for the pleasure you have brought me. Thank you for what you do. May it continue for a long time. Well, thank you, Mark, and thank you to all of our patrons uh, that we have at patreon.com slash major spoilers. Truly, without your support, we wouldn't be able to do the things that we do at Major Spoilers, whether it be the Critical Hit Podcast, the Major Spoilers Podcast, the Top 5 Show, Dueling Review, Legion Clubhouse, so much more. We couldn't do it without your help. So I'm glad that we are able to provide you some happiness and some joy and maybe a little education uh, as you uh, work through your 3.5, uh, 3.5, 4th edition, and hopefully in the future 5th edition versions of D&D. If you are someone that would like to check out what's going to happen on next week's episode of Critical Hit, then just like Mark, you can sign up for $5 a month at patreon.com slash major spoilers. That gets you access to next week's episode ad free. It also gets you access to bonus episodes. It gets you access to our secret discord uh, channels for our patrons and so much more. So thank you, Mark. And thank you, all of our patrons. And uh, yeah. Thanks. It's awesome. You know what else is awesome? Harry's razors. Now is not the time for you to overpay for razors at the drugstore. Harry's knows sometimes it's better to stay inside, and that's why they ship directly to you so you can experience the quality of Harry's shave in just a few days from the convenience of your own home. I've been using Harry's razors for years. I've been talking about Harry's razors for years. I use Harry's razors all the time, and I love their five-bladed razor. Harry's wants to return to the essentials. Quality, durable blades at a fair price, just $2 per blade. And we have a special offer this week just for our listeners. Join the 10 million who have tried Harry's. Claim your special trial offer by going to harrys.com slash critical hit. They've cut out the middleman. That's why they're able to bring the, uh, the price down so much. Harry's is super convenient. The blade refills are delivered directly to your door on your schedule with or without a subscription. And you can feel good about your, your, your purchase as well. 100% quality guarantee. If you don't love your shave... You let them know and they'll give you a full refund. 1% of the proceeds are set aside for nonprofit organizations devoted to helping provide access to better health care for men and veterans. So here's the thing. If you want to get access to this special trial offer, here's what you need to do. You can get this Harry's trial set at harrys.com slash critical hit, and you'll get a weighted ergonomic handle with a firm grip, five blade razor with a lubricating strip and a trimmer blade, rich lathering shave gel with aloe to keep your skin hydrated, which is really important staying hydrated and a travel blade cover to keep your razor dry and easy to grab on the go. So what are you waiting for? Go to harrys.com slash critical hit to start shaving better today. Thank you, Harrys, for supporting this episode of Critical Hit. And now, here it is.
Welcome to Critical Hit, a major spoilers podcast. Thank you so much for downloading and checking us out this week. Oh, we got maybe a little bit of insight. Not really great insight checks, but we got a little bit of insight of maybe what we're going to do next uh, on this uh, on this voyage. And uh, we're going to turn it over to Rodrigo, everybody's favorite GM, uh, to continue on this amazing adventure. That's me. Hey, it is you. All right. So what were you guys doing last time? On Critical Hit. On Critical Hit. Oh, we, had, we were being cautioned to stop conflating things. Yes, and we were also going through very uh, elaborate methods to try to keep people from scrying on us and getting our plans. <laughs> right, even though we don't know how they're scrying or whether any of that even worked. But it's cool. It's what we do. Yes. I mean, yeah. I it, said I could go in and check on every single buddy that's, that's scrying on us at any given moment, but that was going to take I a lot of time, effort, and energy. That that's can, expensive. And money. Yeah. yeah. It's expensive and it's time-consuming, wasn't it? Like, more than an hour for well, each and, one. And, and furthermore, uh, Matthew's right. You can't because you can only check on people that are scrying right, on you. At that you. time. Yep. Yep. So if anybody's using basically some other means of scrying, then you can't. You can't really do it. Yep. So yeah, we're just making a lot of guesses here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So um, you, uh, who was steering the ship? Sakar. Okay. So. Uh, Sakar is uh, steering the ship through a uh, what appears to be maybe some sort of sound or archipelago. You can hear um, bird calls coming from them. It appears to be like mid-afternoon, and uh, there's lots of flowers and... um, and various plants uh, lining the shores of of these islands that you are kind of sailing across. It, it, it it's like actual water underneath you. What time of like season does it seem to be? Uh, it's kind of like warm out wherever we are. Yeah. Can I identify the birds by sound? Um. Yes. Uh. It sounds like um maybe. Uh, some finches you can hear, and um, maybe some sort of corvid kind of calls. And you you hear at least one of them go, well, I don't know. I'm just a blue jay. <laughs> <laughs> you tell me. Yeah. A blue jay voice by Gilbert Gottfried. Yeah. So the Feywild, then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Okay. Um, as uh, the sun there. goes down, uh, you start to see uh, little points of light appear uh, kind of all over the place. They kind of appear and then disappear and then appear and then disappear. So there's kind of like a lot of them and each of them will appear and disappear at random intervals. Hmm. All right. How worried am I about that? Um, how worried are you about that? I don't know how worried I should be about that. Sounds like the Feywild. Hmm. I haven't spent as much time in the Feywild. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Sail on! We shall okay. sail on. All right. What's everyone else doing? Uh, I went down to my room to rest after okay. all the uh, the spells and the drumstick stories and all that stuff. Kind of took a lot out of me. Okay. I probably see about borrowing the starfish to see if we can do something to block its signal, I guess. Okay. Give me a give me an arcana check. Okay. Ooh, nice. 61. 
Yeah. Uh, so the problem is not that it's giving out a signal, right? Yeah. They're not. It's not putting out any sort of energy that people can track down. You guys have poked at this thing for a long time, and it's kind of generally inert. It doesn't actually produce a lot of energy. Mm. Um, the issue is that all you need for scrying is a good enough description of an item mm. um, or uh, some knowledge of the person that carries the item. You know, as like uh, that sort of magic works on like uh, kind of like social parameters mm. rather than, you know, it, it like putting out some sort of energy that other people can track down. Um, if somebody has a spell that allows them to look at an object, if it's well described enough, they can look at the starfish. If somebody has a spell that is that just lets them answer questions, it's like, well, who has the starfish? And then they'll be like, hey, this person has a starfish. Right? Where are they now? They're here. It's literally a ritual that lets you do that. Um, so yeah, you can you can spend all day and all night poking at it and put it in like progressively bigger boxes, hmm. but if somebody asks, you know, where's the starfish and get an appropriate role on the religion check, the answer will be in progressively larger boxes on the, you know, in the hold of the uh, uh, eventide regent. Hmm. So that's that's kind of the issue there. Yeah. Does it still seem to be functional? Yeah. Yeah. If you if you put it on a weapon, it wraps itself around it. Hmm. I'll uh, probably let Sparkle know when I give that back to her in the morning. I warm as well whenever I see him. Oh, I come, what? I come out. Oh, yeah. Okay. I guess. Do we still got our brain? Well, no, it's probably been more than three hours. Yeah. No, it's only yeah. three hours. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, basically, as long as they know it's a thing, they can hmm. still find it. Uh, it's just, it's not based on anything this is sending out or transmitting. It's just they know. It exists. They can pretty much look it up. What about something like? Uh, flip through my notes real quick. What about? Uh, what if we set up a uh, way to cast a different illusion for people that were scrying on this? Hmm. AKA deceive deceive sensor. <laughs> I know if that kind of thing would work. It might. Again, that would deceive a scrying sensor. Yeah. If somebody asks, "Where is this thing?" or, for that matter. Uh, what uh, um, Salath hinted at, which is just somebody straight up being such a badass ranger that they can track anything across anywhere. Yeah. Then that wouldn't stop them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, what's Little Sparkle doing? Um, I'll probably observe Randis playing with the starfish for a little bit, and then um, also you know get some rest and maybe tap in for uh, Sakar at some point. Okay. Uh, when you go up to the deck, you see that uh, you're in the Feywild, and there's a lot of these little floating lights. Are they like fireflies? Uh, they do look like fireflies. I'll like, I don't know, reach out my hand to see if one like lands on me. You do that, and it stops blinking, and then it starts and sort of like disappears, and they reappear. And you're pretty sure there's no bug attached to these. Ha! Huh. Weird. Yeah. Can I, can I try catching one in my hands? Sure. Does it feel uh, like anything? Nope, Weird. nope. It doesn't feel like anything, but if you just make like a little little box for it and just have like a little opening, 
it like blinks or it like appears and then disappears and then appears and disappears again. Orm and Randus, uh, I guess, come up on deck. Okay. I look around. Okay. Oh, hey, we're back in the Feywild again. I didn't even sense yeah. that. So what is this, like, fairy fire? Uh, what, do, what do you call them? Um, fire, fireflies? Flies? Yeah. yeah, but that, there's no fly. I mean, they're flying, aren't they? Okay, but yeah, but they're usually like a beetle oh. that makes it. Yeah, that's that's natural plane stuff. <laughs> I grab one and I hold it in my hand. Okay. And then I do a little thing and then I open the hand and there's nothing there. And then I open the other hand and there's a little firefly in there. Yep. So do they eat anything? Like if you put them in a jar, would they just be there forever? I don't think they, they would be there forever, no. They need, they, need to, they need to have their space. Huh. Super cool. Yeah. They're fun. Wait a minute. Are we in the summer? You wouldn't be in the summer canopy. We would not be? Mm-mm. No. It's probably the spring wood. Oh, the spring wood. I think, yeah. Take a deep breath in. Does it smell like the spring wood? Mm-hmm. Ooh. Yeah, we're we're close to close to home. I mean, this is the spring wood. Hmm. I look out. Do I see anybody out there? Do I see a shore? Uh, you do see a shore. You see several shores. Oh, do I see any uh, any Eldrin running around? No. Oh. You just see fireflies. No. Oh, I call up for drumstick. Drumstick, look, fireflies. Look. Don't listen to what they say. They're liars. <laughs> oh, what did what did they say? I don't know. Don't listen to them. I guess I didn't know we could listen to them. I hold one up to my ear. Yeah, it's like whispering something. Ah, oh, I listen closer. Yeah, it's like saying that like the proper way to tie a knot is like first you go like this and then you like put the like move string A over string B and basically describes like how to do like a kind of like a, a sailor's knot i look at it and say yeah that's yeah i don't i blow it away that's weird <laughs> i told you they're yeah. liars yeah no i totally get it don't ever ask them how to tie your shoes everybody yeah. or quietly and ties his shoes and then ties his shoes back the right way <laughs> all right well now i have to do this i'm gonna try to catch another one and listen to what it says okay um you uh reach out for one bring it close to your face and when you open it up there's a burst of light and a deafening noise and you guys like you all basically get like staggered backwards from it you hear kind of muffled loud noises uh and what sounds like people shouting hmm i draw my sword okay what's what's, what's going on as i rub my eyes um, when you look around, you are, uh, if you look to your, uh, starboard, you see, um, that you're back on the Astral Sea. It's an Asmodean vessel, um, a, a warship. And then if you look to, uh, port, there is another one. And they are, appear to be shouting across from each other, at which point, a bunch of arrows fly from one to the other, and then a bunch of like uh like beams of light shoot out from one to the other, or from the one that received the arrows to the one that shot the arrows. Um, and then a an enormous Gatling gun is like basically locked into place and starts firing. Uh, essentially, basically, like you guys are very close to both of them, 
and they just like fire over you into the other one, causing a, just a huge amount of like sparks and molten metal to fly towards you guys. Oh my gosh. Uh, full speed ahead there, Sakar. Yeah, full speed ahead, Sakar. Full speed ahead. Uh, roll, roll initiative. Oh. I knew it. I knew it was coming. It's uh... worse. <laughs> Am I rolling initiative? Uh, you are not rolling initiative. Oh, oh hey, yeah. look, everybody. Rob's here. <laughs> hey, Rob. <laughs> Goodbye again. Bye, Rob. That was your Rob drive-by. Oh, I I'm sorry. Uh, hang on to the initiative uh, for now. Um, since uh, this all started with a uh, burst and a bang, um, why don't you guys uh, roll me your, um, what is it, endurance? Uh, there is such a thing as uh, endurance, yes. Yeah, roll me that instead. We'll do that for initiative. Okay. Well, net 20 anyways. Nice. All right, little sparkle. 37. Sakar. 28. Okay. Randis. 34. Okay. And Orem. 27. You guys are between two ships, and now the Gatling guns have come out, and they're essentially shooting at each other. Uh, so both bullets and the debris of basically the outer hulls being like splintered uh, is, is shooting in your general direction. Uh, your goal here is presumably to not die. So uh, we'll go to Little Sparkle. Um, all right, then I, I'm going to try to, um, if possible, basically like grab the uh, wheel and um, I kind of want to use bluff if at all possible to like faint our direction and try to like zigzag around so that to make these ships hit each other as they're trying to uh like hit each other more in a possible attempts to hit us they don't seem to be aware of you so oh you... okay even better yeah yeah uh all right then if they're not aware of us uh then boat stealthily uh... <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, exactly. Like, is there a way to use stealth to, like, I mean, try to uh, take advantage of, like, the, you know, timing of the chaos and, like, the shots and any, like, smoke that they're steering up to uh, try to keep us concealed? I'll allow it. Uh, 33 to, uh, does that succeed? I does not. Hmm. All right. Always a natural it is, then. Okay. Ugh. 34? <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> also, no. That's more, Ew. though. Mm. Uh, all right. Uh, I guess it's action point time, uh, which will do give you me have a plus a, five. Do you have an action point? Oh, that's a really good question. I guess I... I mean, we haven't had a long... Have we had a long rest since um, uh, Snapstab? Yeah. Uh, you guys have not had a long rest oh. since Snapstab. Well, then I guess, I guess I don't, making it like... Oh, no. I think the first oh, no. time I have ever failed a skill challenge <laughs> i am super sad might be Oof. a short skill challenge yeah you're a legend now <laughs> well we had to get one in before epic level was through i guess um mm -hmm. that's gonna take us to yeah so uh what what little sparkle learns is that if there's enough molten metal falling from every direction um you just can't hide from it the the hull and the sail are damaged, but uh, none of you guys are so far injured. And that's going to take us to Randis. Is there... Can I use my arcane knowledge to try to 
trigger or force a blind jump from this particular area, possibly ending up in worse situations. Um, I'm gonna say no. No, nope. Randus okay. has explicitly not spent a lot of time analyzing the ship. You've been like making stuff and. Uh, or, or do you mean just, like just for you? No. Oh, okay. I meant for the ship. Yeah. No, uh, Randos hasn't spent a lot of time like messing with the ship to to figure out a way to do that. Fair enough. I'm gonna just try to blast our way out. <laughs> I mean, I would try to do something that doesn't call our attention to them. Yeah, that's what I'm afraid of. Uh, do you have anything that protects the ship as we're flying by, or boating by? Maybe I can try to put up some sort of deflector shield okay Could I do that with arcana sure all right okay 45 uh, 45 is a success <laughs> Yay. uh yes so randis is able to essentially l basically load his like clock roaches into uh, a, a makeshift cannon and basically blast them upward so that they collide with the incoming debris um, this kind of also has the effect of sort of uh, basically these two ships are moving in opposite directions to each other. So um, one of them essentially passes a little bit fa faster and you guys kind of like clip into its wake. Um, and you can see that not very far, there's an additional Asmodean ship, uh, which has two ships, um, which are clearly not. Asmodean ships, and they are also fighting it. Ooh. So, these two Asmodean ships are fighting each other. Another Asmodean ship is over there. They're fighting themselves. They're fighting each other, but essentially they are coming right at you. Like, here's another. You've just sailed out of this melee and into another one. Mm -hmm. And that's going to take us to Sakar. Alright, Sakar is going to leap to the helm and cut the wheel to the, the I don't know, the north to get out of the way without capsizing and just to whoosh by to where they won't even see us. We're just gonna we're just gonna whoosh at the at the the uh, level of the astral sea. They are not looking down because they're fighting each other. We're just gonna a whoosh right on through there. That's the technical term for what we're going to do. Okay. And right. because because of what this is, I think it's an athletics check. I, athletics. I think it's a leap over and wing wing the wheel with with your strength and your speed and your sinews. Is what it's going to be. I'll, I'll let is. you. I'll let you do it if you can actually phrase it to me as as the necessity as having like an actual necessity for strength. Well, it's a the ship generally goes by a sail, uh -huh. and in order to turn the whole thing, the wheel is going to fight you. The wheel is going to push back because the sail and the rudder are naturally going to be in whatever the astral sea is made of. So you're going to have to hold it in order to get it to whip around. So you're going to have to literally Jonas Grumby that thing over, just whip the wheel way over and then hold it long enough for the ship to get out of the way, for the ship to veer off, to career off to the left. But it's going to be one of those things where a split second timing is required, but you will have to hold it. So it's going to have to be one of those moments where you're going to have to be up there all, you know, Horatio Hornblowery with the, the wheel in your hand. Okay. All right. Strength. Yep. Yep. You know that point in the Gilligan's Island opening Stop sequence? Quit. I already said yes. Quit while you're ahead. <laughs> you're going you're gonna to get me to change my mind back. Ah, dag nabbit. Wow. 
Something is wrong. I think my dice are broken, dude. <laughs> I think all of your dice are broken. I don't think anybody's rolled uh, above this eight. Yeah. yeah uh, for this, I'll, I'll try for this challenge. Pretty, pretty uh, bad. There it is. So there's a number above ten. Doesn't help because it's not a legit roll, but okay. yeah, my dice have unbroken. Okay, so a thirty-three right. will not work. So yes, uh, Sakar in fact uh, grabs the helm and tries to turn you guys away, but the wake of the ship that you're passing is too strong, and it essentially launches you right into the path of this other ship, uh, the the Asmodean ship, which is essentially. I mean, it's huge. It's like way larger than your ship, and you guys are headed right for the uh, little point in the front. I'm sure it has a technical term, but it's the, the little brow. point in the front that's going to smash you into pieces if it hits you. Uh, let's go to Orem for uh, it, one it, more failure. It worked or... before. I'll try it again. Quickly throw up a force wall uh, to uh, to block that ship from from hitting us. Uh, maybe even uh, you know stopping that uh, ship completely with my well, it with worked, my magical it spells. Time. It, it, uh, it definitely won't stop that ship completely. The force wall has a certain number of hit points, which will certainly yeah. get blown up when a ship hits it. Yes, but it also but, does damage to, but the, yes, to the ship. Yes. But anyway, let's do an Arcana, and we get a thirty-six. Well, an all-time high roll of a nine. Yeah, <laughs> uh, is still not going to do yeah, it. Well, I do not have an action point, so looks like uh, we fail. Wow, this was a short skill challenge. Did everybody even get to go? Yep, everybody yeah. went. I was the last one in the uh -huh. in the uh, right. cycle. There's only the and we all failed except for Randus. Yay! All right, so uh, yes, uh, this ship just smashes right into the regent, mm. uh, sending it uh, spinning out of control. Um, it basically hits it. You guys spin a couple of times, get caught in its weight, and then just like scrape right onto it. Just like basically as it continues to move, the wake pulls you up right up next to it. And there's just like this terrible scraping noise um, as you guys, which eventually kind of like pulls you away. Um, there are like explosions and more fire uh, coming around. Um, but you guys are kind of at this point dead in the water again it kind of looks like nobody has seen you but there is some severe damage to the regent uh-oh uh -oh. that's not good rush around trying to do whatever repairs you know i took that boating class yep i i remember distinctly the chapter on how not to sink yep it uh unfortunately almost none of it applies to the astral sea no no the astral sea is coming in Oh, no. uh, it is. It is in fact not coming in. No, it's not but, coming in like uh, I thought it was. You guys, basically, uh, if you if you think about the way a boat is supposed to sit, you guys are about a, let's say a forty-five degree angle to that, and slowly moving towards a a full like basically, like to to being fully uh, having the side of the ship onto the astral sea. So you guys are kind of um capsized yeah very you you know yeah not all the way it's like the ship is still holding at that angle so yeah like if you think of, of your sail instead of being at a 90 degree angle it's at a 45 degree angle from the sea um and yeah there's lots of holes lots of stuff and yeah as as this thing continues to move you guys have to get basically get those holes patched up 
Um, otherwise, the sea, basically the astral sea will start coming in. And, you know, unlike the regular sea, which just sinks you, this will like blow up anything that it touches. Oh, man. For yeah. an emergency thing, I'll use uh, I'll use some of my uh, some of my cold powers, one of my freezing bolts or something to try to block up the the astral sea with uh, frozen. Yeah, make like a little. Yeah. Frozen ice, plugs. Yeah. Ice plug. Yeah. <laughs> OK, sure. So boom, 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 boom. Um, I tell Randy not somebody... to stick his finger in there. I'm guessing someone's still at the helm. Uh, yeah, I was there last. So you think I should stay there? I just kind of somebody should stay at the helm, but it just depends if you think that you can help more below deck or steering the ship. Um, do I have the most experience steering the ship? Uh, you do have the most experience steering the ship. Furthermore, most sheep steerings are uh, nature checks. Mm. I just let you yeah. get away with it in a skills challenge, but with using your other skills, because, you know. Right. Otherwise, yeah. uh, I would say otherwise you'd fail faster, but that's almost not possible. <laughs> How <laughs> dare you, sir? Assuming Randus is going to have an Arcana check in there, this is literally the fastest you guys could have failed this. Yeah, no, it, it actually was. I, I, was I, even, I even had the victory uh, thing one lower because uh, there's fewer of you guys. You guys yep. didn't even get close to it. Anyway, who's uh, who's steering the ship? <laughs> I am steering the ship. Okay, all right. So, well, yeah. Okay, so you're definitely now. Sakar is just his whole job is just fighting the rudder. Yep. And and trying to keep you guys uh, at 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 the angle that you're at and not further down. Um, and as this happens, a uh, you got Sakar who's still uh, on on the deck can see. That uh, the Asmodean ship that was that was dealing with the other two ships is now solidly on fire, and uh, one of the Asmodean ships that was fighting the other Asmodean ship is now also uh, in really bad shape. It's on fire, um, and the ship that seems that appears to have won that skirmish is very rapidly coming towards you guys. Oh, no. Like not not necessarily a full clip, but you know, fast enough that it's going to take it, you know, less than a minute to close the distance. So we need to move faster. But I'm, yeah, I'm you guys, I'm, I'm below deck trying to plug up the holes and what what kind of flag is this other ship flying? Uh, it's not. It doesn't have a flag, but it does have a big pentagram, um, sort of embossed onto the side. Uh, but as it gets closer and moves away from the um, smoke that the other ship is generating and actually leaves behind some of the smoke that it is generating, because uh, it did take a pretty good direct hit, you see that... Uh, so if you look at a pentagram, uh, there's kind of uh, two little triangle things, right? Mm -hmm. Um that cross together to make that star. So this ship, uh, if you look at the negative space around the star, right, it's this like half circle that comes mm -hmm. to a point. Mm -hmm. A pie shape, yeah. Yep, like a little pie shape, yeah. So uh, this ship has, so the pie shape, uh, imagine a circle that starts at the middle of that line or, or a semicircle, sort of another smaller pie shape that makes a point. And that is like painted in yellow. And then the rest of it, uh, for one of them, it's painted blue. For one of them, it's painted white. For another one, pink. For another one, uh, green. And for another one, black. 
And then uh, on top of that, each one of these little pies has two little circles uh, painted onto them. Um, and then the pentagon at the center has uh, like fruit painted onto it, like an apple and half a like a slice of watermelon and some grapes. So uh, as Little Sparkle looks at it, the net effect is it looks like five little birds or five birds looking at a pentagonal plate of fruit. Hmm. That's so weird. Yeah. Uh, does that associate with any sort of like holy symbol that I know of or? I mean, it's it's Asmodeus's holy symbol, but, uh, sure, but it's nothing weird. else about it really makes any sense. Yeah. Um. Uh, pretty, pretty soon they're on you. You guys are basically immobile and, uh, basically it, uh, coasts right next to you and, uh, slows down drastically. And, um, that, uh, Gatling gun comes out. So basically they sit atop the deck, sort of like cannons would. And, uh, you can see the operator who peeks over the Gatling gun. Uh, it appears to be a human, a uh, male, maybe in his late 40s, um, ha is wearing a bandana and has some kind of outrageous, like, Van Buren sideburns. Is that a thing? Did I get the right president? Yeah. Thanks. So. Yep. When, uh, yeah, so that's going on. The, um, the Gatling gun is spinning, but not at a full spin. It's basically just on, but it's not a, like a full attack spin. And uh, when he comes, basically when he's close enough, like there's still a good distance between you, say at the distance where it would be easy for him to just level that thing and destroy your ship. He yells at Sakaar, identify yourselves, landlubbers. How's your bluff? <laughs> That's not terrible. Merchant am, vessel. Merchant am I vessel. still am I still on board on deck? Sure, you can be. All right, she'll say, "We're a mercenary ship. Who are you?" Mercenary ship, huh? Who are you working for? Between jobs. Hmm, sounds like a lie to me. I think you're Asmodean spies, and he starts spinning up the. Whoa, 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 whoa! We are definitely not Asmodean spies. What about you and your weird bird Asmodean flag? Aren't you Asmodean? <laughs> what? Me? How dare you? Why, I hate the Asmodean fleet. I hate it with all me might. Really? Uh, at this point, um, you see a figure come up behind them and then continue to come up behind them for quite some time. Uh, behind them is what appears to be uh, a minotaur. Um, and they grow them big in the Astral Sea. Uh, so, you know, Big Teach was on the upper edge of medium this guy is comfortably large mm. so you know album. yeah uh, a good <laughs> a, a good solid like i don't know seven and a half feet tall maybe eight Oof. oh he gets to be over seven feet <laughs> oh yeah he does oh. that's why medium-sized creatures don't get to be that tall is so that it's impressive mm -hmm. when you actually meet a large-sized creature heartbroken <laughs> so he flexes his full height for a while in, uh, uh, so as to insult someone who's not even here and then uh, <laughs> walks up onto 
<laughs> uh, also, also he has huge horns, so it's even worse. Oh, but he's got like, um, you know, obviously they're not ram horns; they're bull horns. Uh, kind of like uh, they kind of, um, not like all, not all the way crazy like a longhorn, but they do kind of come out the sides and then. Uh, basically round forward and then up a bit at the tip. Um, black fur wearing some uh, leather armor. Uh, he walks up uh, behind this guy and he's like, Schmitty, who are you talking to? I'm like, I'm talking to these guys. They were in the battle. I think they're a scout ship of some kind. He looks at, he looks down at you guys and he's like, hey, is that a sail? Sure is. Yes. You guys are in the wrong ocean. We are very much aware. We get that a lot. We just came out of the Feywild. That's why we showed up in the middle of your fight. Mm, he like, Schmitty turns to him and is like, very loudly whispers, See? That can't be true. That's a lie. They're liars. And they're terrible liars, too, because that's a stupid lie. <laughs> it would like, be a really stupid lie. He's like, yeah, then why would they say that? If that's obviously a really stupid lie. Why would they say that if it wasn't true? It's like, maybe they know that we know that that would be a stupid lie. It's like, so you're saying they're good liars then? And he's like, don't you turn my words around on me. <laughs> uh, he like just looks at Schmitty and then just looks back at you guys. And he's like, so who are you guys? We are not Asmodee, and that's for sure. Now, who are you? Hmm? Oh, I'm Mouse. This is Schmitty. Right. What is that flag? Oh. Well, that's our hull. That's the, uh, this boat is the baby bird. Formerly his dark eminence. Huh. <laughs> and uh, how'd you take an Asmodee and ship? Uh, how do we take this one, Schmitty? Like, oh, well, uh, we, uh, we just kind of put the honey, the honey pot out and waited for them to come over and then we jump them. So are you like, mercenaries? Uh, you could say that. We're, uh, I guess, resistance fighters now, right? And Schmitty's like, yeah, yeah, we're with the resistance. And he, like, oh. starts spinning his gun again and, like, whoa, 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 whoa. Mouse just, like, reaches over and, like, like turns it down. <laughs> oh. So are we. We've been trying to look for allies. Ah, thought you were mercenaries. See, they were lying to me. And it's like, yeah, well, you had a gun to their faces. So just, Schmitty, why don't you take a walk and cool down? He's like, all right. And he, like, pulls out a knife and he, like, points it down at you guys. He's like, but you guys try anything. I got my eyes on you. And he, like, Noted. huffs off. All right. So what's your deal now? We are no friends of uh, Asmodeus. He's done wrong by all of us. And we've kind of united to uh, try to ruin his day oh that sounds good to me so is it just the two of you in that uh, uh <laughs> regular no, boat? we got two more downstairs but they're trying to patch up their ship before it sinks oh right yep that would be a problem what happened to you guys uh we got caught in that crossfire between those uh two asmodean vessels oh yeah yeah oh sorry about that didn't see you there Oh, it's okay. Like I said, we did actually come out of the Feywild. This ship's a little weird. Hmm. That is very weird. Um, well, uh, we do have the back of this ship is equipped with a pretty sizable winch. We could try and just lift you guys out of the sea for now. Yeah, that would be very helpful so that we could get our repairs done. All right. I'll go tell the skipper. Thank you. And he um, disappears. Not like he just like walks off. Sure. And then after after a little while, the 
baby bird starts moving. And, you know, I mean, it's uh, like it's an attack ship, but it's meant to like move into position quickly and then whip around and, you know, kind of bring cannons to bear. It's not very good at like backing up. So it kind of takes a while for it to like sail past you guys and then back up. And then, yeah, this thing, they just like uh, a hatch opens up and there is like just this huge spool of cable with basically two cables on either side. Um, And they start lowering them and they're like, okay, so you're going to want to put one of these on one side and one of these on the other one. And then, and he like pulls out like a huge, like a big old spool of cable and it's like, and then you're going to want to have to tie them in like a very specific way so that your ship is like level when we pull it up. All right. All right. And then, so he like throws it on board and like when you saw that spool compared to him and now that it's on your vessel, it's like gigantic. <laughs> and there's just like a huge thud uh, onto, on the deck. Everything okay up there? Yeah, we're yes. getting a ride. Oh? V- friendly? Yep. So far. Uh, okay. All right. Yeah, it would probably make sense to get Randis up here to help with this. <laughs> yeah, Randis, can you come up here? Or we can switch places. You'll probably be better at this than I am. Uh, uh, okay, yeah. Uh, I guess just keep nailing this stuff here. Okay. All right. All right, you guys switch places, and uh, yeah, you come out, and there's this big old Asmodean ship that's lowered a winch for you guys, or a, something to hook the boat onto. So we set about hooking the hooks to the hookable parts. Yeah, yeah, you guys get it figured out pretty quickly, and uh, Mouse comes, like, pops his head, and like, you guys got it? I believe so. Are you sure? Because like we if. This is going to happen once, and if it's not done correctly, you guys are probably going to capsize. Yeah, I'm pretty sure we got it. We all got right. it. All right, all right, all right. And he like, so- he, like, ducks back again, and then the cables start pulling. Like, basically, you see the, the big uh, spool start to coil up again. And, uh, yeah, for a second, you guys are, like, uh, right side up and then actually a little too much to one side, and then as you guys start literally lifting off the the Astral Sea, it kind of evens out again. Um, and yeah, your ship is like several feet above the Astral Sea, and a ladder is lowered. Uh, all right, are we going aboard then? Apparently so. Hmm. Call the others. Uh, hey, guys. Uh, is everything okay? I think we're going aboard. Yeah, uh, obviously, Orem and Little Sparkle noticed that, you know, because you can see through the holes that you guys are now several feet above the Astral Sea. Okay, do we need to stay here or come with? I think we should all go. Uh, maybe yeah, sure. sticking together is best. Okay, uh, I'll climb up and see where they're at and follow them. Okay, yep, a, la- a ladder has been lowered. Oh, a ladder. Yeah, like a rope ladder. Ooh, a rope ladder. <laughs> uh, I'll climb up it with the rest. Uh, I okay. guess Little Sparkle is coming too. Yep. Uh, a drumstick, uh, keep an eye out for this place, okay? Okay. I can't wait for her to explain to you that you told her. I to know, right? Uh, yep. <clears throat> we all climb up. All right. You guys climb up and find yourselves on the deck of an enormous warship. Um, it's an astral ship, so again, it kind of 
it's like all basically flat planes, comes to a point up front, has actually several of these uh, Gatling guns uh, on the sides. And uh, you see uh, several people that are working hard to repair some of the damage. You see some people tending to some uh, people that are wounded. And on the very far end, you see someone with flags that seems to be trying to communicate with the other two ships. But uh, immediately in front of you, uh, you see Mouse and uh, Schmitty, oh, who uh, is... Oh, yes. Hello. Uh, welcome. Welcome to the baby bird. Oh, thank you for your assistance. Yeah, no problem. Uh, Schmitty pops out from behind him and he's like, but I'm watching you. One wrong step. And he like he has his knife out and kind of makes knifey, pointy gestures at you guys. <laughs> Sparkle does kind a, of little, takes like, a, eyes, a little step eyes back. Motion yeah. to him. Sakar does not move and attempts to exude a sense of do not stab me, please. <laughs> or more yeah. of a do not stab me or you will die horribly in a flaming mess of concentrated evil. You know, the whole intimidation thing that I'm so good at. Sure. Sure. Um, Matthew's not good at that. I'm I'm a dork, but you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Sakar's good at it. Yeah, it's his thing. So uh, once you guys are all up on deck... Uh, Mouse motions for you to follow him. He's like, uh, so, uh, is this everyone? It is. Yep. All right. Well, uh, we weren't expecting to run into any non-enemy ships out here, so you guys are going to have to wait a while for us to, uh, for one of our barges to get here so you can repair your ship. Oh, so there's more than one ship in your fleet, huh? Oh, is this the uh, Armada? What do you mean? The Bright Armada. Uh, Mouse and Schmitty look at each other. And they look at you guys. What do you know about the Bright Armada? It's the biggest resistance movement. That's about it. That We actually came here hoping to run into you guys because, like I said, we want to fight back and there aren't that many other people that we know of that are on the side of the angels here. Uh, Schmidt is like, hmm, sounds like suspicious information for someone to have. And Mouse is like, uh, I mean, it's also not wrong. <laughs> so uh, you are yes. the Bright Armada. Uh, we are a branch of it, yes. Oh, well, I'm glad we literally ran into you. Yeah. Well, I uh, I guess I wish we had met under better circumstances. Uh, yes, yes. Anyway, once the rest of the fleet catches up, uh, we'll get one of the barges to come over, and you guys can make repairs and then uh, be on your way. Or um, who is the leader of your branch of the Bright Armada? Uh, Schmitty, like... Pops out with his knife, like that's neat to know only. Fair enough, yeah. but maybe when you the barge gets there, we can you know talk to someone. Like I said, we're looking to join up if possible. Okay, I mean yeah, we can always use light ships. Mm. Well, we'll tell the admiral about it. See what he says. Right. And Thank you, you. are you the captain of this ship? I'm in charge of it. We technically have a skipper, but. Um... Uh, I make all the tactical decisions. Oh, okay. I, I suppose my actual title is uh, like Brigadier General or something, but we're only ever supposed to use those if we get captured. Understandable. Uh, off in the distance, you see several ships approaching, and uh, the flag person has now moved on to flagging at those ships. Do they seem to be friendly? Well, these guys aren't running to take arms, so probably. That sounds like a good 
sort of rule of thumb there. Yeah. He says, uh, yeah, here comes the here comes the fleet. The other two ships are kind of also just like staying put. Yeah, we usually we usually wait for everybody to catch up because you don't know what sort of nonsense is in the in these ships nowadays. So right, right. We try to get like experienced people to go down and start cracking through wards and everything else. So is um, these just a makes sense fleet of Asmodeans uh, here that you ran across, or is there a Asmodean stronghold in the area? Well, nowadays there's a lot of Asmodean strongholds. Uh, this is, we just thought this to be a likely path ah. for Asmodean fighters to take as they're moving back and forth. So we've kind of been camping out here waiting for, uh, waiting to see if they show up. And sure enough, they did. Okay. So like a shipping lane? Yes. Uh, except it's explicitly not a well-known shipping lane. I see. You see what I'm saying? Yes. They're not taking... They they move their uh, their payload basically um, through lesser known routes. So once you know the known routes, you move on to the lesser known routes and then the lesser known routes. And I that's kind of where we're at right now. This is kind of nowhere, mm. but uh, the admiral had a hunch about it. And who's your admiral? Like Schmitty and uh, um, Mouse look at each other again. I was like, oh, we'll. You you guys will meet him, huh. I'm sure. He's going to want to know how a sailboat is all the way out here. Yeah, funny story. <laughs> Reasonable. Uh, so anyway, that ship out there, he like points at the, basically points at the other two ships. as like, that one's the Weebairn, and uh, that one's the Perfection. So uh, we were just kind of camped out here. Uh, and fortunately, there were only two Esmodean ships, because... Uh, Honestly, we try to always have numbers on the ships we intercept, and this time we cut it a little close. If there had been a third one, we probably wouldn't have made it. Well, then you're very I'm lucky. Glad. Yeah, we're lucky too, because if there had been a third one, we probably also would have been obliterated. Yeah. Well, well there you go. Uh, of course, you never know when a devil czar is going to show up. Sorry, a what? Um, Schmidt is like, they don't even know about devil czars. They're total amateurs. Like, just everybody just calm down, all right? It's just uh, like at this point, you guys can visibly see several ships in your uh, uh, approaching you. And uh, clearly the flagging has happened. So a uh, barge is like heading towards you. Mouse goes over to the edge and basically shouts back and forth with a person on the barge. And they're like, they're like, what? They're like, what's happening here? And it's like, oh, well, we have a ship that needs repairs and they're like is that a sail and he's like yes it's like a like an actual like sailboat for water but it like somehow doesn't explode when it hits the astral sea it's like well how are we going to repair that and it's like well just we'll figure it out right just hold it for now <laughs> what do you guys need like canvas do we have any canvas and like, we have some canvas and it's like well all right we'll get, you, get, get the canvas out <laughs> the uh ships all kind of like line up um and another ship is now close enough to you guys. And they're like, well, I guess we should probably take you to meet the Admiral. Okay. Yes, right. we'd like that. You like They like extend a gangplank, and you guys walk across another ship. Uh, this ship is crewed by a similarly motley crew. There's like a couple tieflings and a bunch of humans. 
Um, and then they extend another one, and then you guys uh, walk onto a third ship. And uh, this is uh, another Asmodean fighter, uh, but it's been very thoroughly modified. And he says, uh, when uh, Mouse walks up onto it, he uh, waves for you guys to walk on and says, uh, welcome to our flagship, the Honeypot. Thank you. It's a very nice ship. Yeah. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, I guess if you're going to meet the Admiral, uh, some things you should know. He has a terrible temper. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, yeah. He, uh, he doesn't like to be looked at directly in the eye. He's like, yeah. Uh, he hates words with the letter E, so try to keep those... Uh, try to say those as little as possible. Like, yeah. <laughs> Are these guys just obviously trolling us? Um, maybe Wait, start with that a letter E like or, or have an E inside. No, they have any E's at all in them. Mm. Um, they do seem like they're having fun with this, but it could very well be like, like because they've been in this position before, sure, and just and it's confusing, or they might just be like just messing with you. Cool, like, I understand. Oh, like, not very seriously. Yeah. Uh, and most important, whatever you do, don't mention parrots. All right? It's got a thing. He hates parrots. All right. Uh, Mouse walks up to a big steel door on the deck, knocks on it, door opens, and a uh, human sailor comes out. It's like, we got uh, these guys here to see the Admiral. They were in that, like, actual sail ship. And uh, the human's like, okay, yep, I'll get him. Because goes back in, comes back out, opens the door, and says, presenting uh, the Admiral of the Bright Armada, Longbeard Jackson. I knew it! And uh, everybody salutes, uh, at which point uh, somebody walks out from uh, behind that door. Uh, you want to describe who walks out from behind that door, Rob? Yeah, let's just go with Cat. <laughs> Ket walks out <laughs> in his typical black leathers, uh, has a stick strapped to his back, uh, and uh, otherwise in the and an overcoat that looks like it's way too big for uh, what he's supposed to be doing with it. Uh, sees wearing it. Who? Uh, it's over his shoulder. Oh, okay. Draped kind of like a cape, mostly for effect. Uh, sees exactly who's there. Drops the cape, coat. Drops the coat and rushes to hug Randus. Uh, uh, hey, Cat. Uh, how have you been? You guys made it. Well, I wasn't expecting that. Were you? Yeah. Uh, turns to each person in turn. Literally lifts Sparkle up off the ground, holding, hugging her. Oh, oh, yeah, Sparkle, like, you know, as, as previously discussed, Kenku have, like, very, like, their emotions show on their feathers, but she doesn't really, like, show emotion that much, but, like, her feather, she's, like, super poofed up, um, and, uh, like, laughs as, uh, he picks her up. You're the Admiral of the Resistance? Who were you expecting? Longbeard Jackson? Side-eyes, uh, Orem. <laughs> Orem's hand is on the sword. I thought you were dead, I... They said that you were dead. You were a rat. Yeah, I was. He was mind-controlled. He's better. Randis clearly figured out how to get out of the time. Wow. 
You've seen some years. It's been a trip. Is it the was it the breaking down or was it what he did? Uh, well, pretty much one's an effect of the other that he exploited. So took a bit getting back. Oh. What? Where? Where have you been? Uh, mostly the boardwalk. We'd heard reports of you there. Yes, yeah, some of those were real. Some of those were uh, not. Uh, I assume gesture to the sky. We have you to thank for this. Yeah. Among others. Among others. There was a whole extra team that uh, Bahamut deployed. Um, that's that's where the ship came from. Um, you know, or uh, Seven Owls Wise and Albrecht? You had those two? Yeah. What about the, um, the, the, the fish guy? No, uh, no fish guy. There was a... a a dro by the name of Znam and uh, another Eladrin um, named Dallin. One of yours, Orm? Not really. Yes, but it's a long story. Very complicated. Oh. I mean, when have we ever run into not complicated? <laughs> yeah, not wrong. So you're, you're, he's not still spying on you, presumably. Oh, no. Uh, Brandis gave me a new one. A new... What? Uh, uh, Mechanical lizard will crawl up Ket's shoulder. Oh, it's adorable! Oh. Yeah. That's so much cuter I... than Guy was. Yeah, I have I have this thing now. Uh, I don't so know what to Rand- call it yet. R- Randis, do you remember giving him this one? Uh, can't say I do. I might have to study that a bit. Ket will uh, put out his hand so the lizard crawls down to it. <laughs> sure. <laughs> okay, uh, yeah. Just want to make sure I can make this... Properly, I mean. So you assembled I, this armada? Yeah, I. Uh, well, at first I uh, wasn't able to do a whole lot. I managed to get off the uh, island because he said I could. Uh, I don't know if he didn't think I was a threat anymore or what, but he let me leave. Uh, the only place that I could find that was not utterly overrun. Uh, well, I tried to get back to the to to our island to Rutile. Obviously, that didn't work. Uh, Have you heard from anyone from there? Yeah, I've got a. Uh, uh, yeah, uh, Pistonella is here on the ship with us. That's uh, great. And Pixo's back at the boardwalk. I uh, haven't heard about anybody else yet. Um, most of them got scattered before I could get there. So what um... about? I mean, there was a mercenary we found in um, uh, Lionfish that said he'd killed you. Uh, he had the there's... starfish. Oh, well, wait, you have the starfish back? Of course you have the yes. starfish back. I knew you had the starfish back. Why wouldn't you have the starfish back? Uh, so the, uh, I'm reasonably certain he uh, sent people after the starfish when he realized I was the one of us who had it. Mm. Uh, I think he assumed it was, uh, with you, and so would be able to. It was with. I think you assumed it was actually with one of the other three, because I did. You never get captured. I tried no. to find you on the way out, but. Yeah. No. I um. I guess I made it onto a boat. I don't really remember super well my uh a lot of that whole time, but yeah, I kind of wandered around for a while, and uh, eventually I found 
the Albrecht and Seven and Dalin and Zanam in the ship, and they were carrying these really powerful magical items that managed to um, break me out of being stuck as a rat. So I'm technically a were-rat, but I can only turn into a rat, and I never actually turn into a rat monster. It's weird. That's. I imagine that might be useful. Yeah, I guess. I, it's funny, I thought about you when I was using it. It's like how you said it would be super useful to have that power. And it's like, yeah, probably wouldn't trade like eight months of being a rat for it. But, you know, make the most out of it now that it's true. Wait, eight months? Oh, yeah. Uh, oh, wait, and... how long has it been for you? It's uh, a good question. Uh, Rodrigo, how long has it been? Uh, you've probably been doing this for almost two years now. The two years since I started doing, since I got the lizard, or two years since I left the... Uh, two years left. since you left the island. Okay. It's been about two years. Well, though, how long have you been fixing the pillars? Several uh, months. Yeah, but again, I guess maybe time broke down after we fixed the last one. We've been in the Feywild for a bit traveling. Wait, how are you in the... The ship travels through the Feywild. That's how it moves so fast. Oh. Okay. They have a ship with a sail. Is this your design, Randis? No. uh, It's uh, the ship that uh, Albrecht and the rest got. Uh, Yeah, they found it in the Feywild, and they've been using to get around before I met up with them. You remember Laralon's story? Uh, Wait, the legendary one that disappears? Eventide Regent? Yeah, the Eventide Regent. Oh. How'd they get That's a the hold ship. of... Not going to worry about it. You guys are back. We can finally take the fight where it needs to go. <laughs> where does it need to go? Like, it, we have so much catching up. Um, also, I... I uh, oh, I should note that, like, everyone in the entire world seems to be scrying on the starfish, so uh, we should probably... If you tell me more, I don't know if you have a place where that can't be scried on or anything like that. The boardwalks are base of operations, sort of. Uh, we don't know. I don't know that I can block all of the scrying, but uh, we can. How did you manage to get back into the boardwalk? But with whole Gamma being like, I never want to see anyone of you again. Does he know you're there? Yeah, probably. I would assume he knows I'm there. Uh, that whole me being the his patron thing gives me a lot more leeway than it gives the group. Mm. Makes sense. So we're going to be smuggling you in, by the way. Oh, well, that's fun. Uh, I don't know that we want to uh, bring up Gamma's ire. Yeah, no, fair. Fewer enemies we have, the better at this point. Are there still crewmen standing around, Rodrigo? Yep. Have you guys... Don't you guys have something to be doing? We need to get back, right? Uh, yep. Yeah, sure thing, sir. And they, like, salute, and they, like, go off. Kettle grin a little bit. I'm an admiral now. <laughs> that's That's... I mean, did you just declare yourself an admiral? Did someone else make you an admiral? Uh, yes. All right. Eh, Randis dropped off the lizard. Happened while you were stuck, I'm assuming. Uh, And I realized that, you know, because at the time I was stuck on the boardwalk, uh, trying to figure out how to get anything. I mean, I was, I have enough leeway on the boardwalk that I could, uh, let people come and go and get things in and out, but not else. But once I realized that you guys were still, that, that Randis was getting things back together, I knew we were going to need some assistance. Fair enough. So we got the uh, first of the Zevilzars. Uh, the what? 
Oh, oh. Uh, so, well, he readapted the solenoid technology. Uh, of course he did. Uh, but he's not great at it, or he doesn't want to disseminate it. I'm not a hundred percent on that one yet. But these things, the devils are. That's what we're on right now, right? Uh, no, you are not on a devils are. Uh, devils, the only one you've captured uh, is kind of still being repaired. Okay. Uh, well, the, the Devil's Ours can go to and from Waypoint. Oh, what's Waypoint? Uh, Yuronko City, which is where... Oh, right. Wait, where what? Uh, he's at. Oh, so he took the city and is Yuronko dead or missing, like, basically everyone else? The Asmodean operation is in Waypoint. All Kent right. throws up his hands. Well, that's good to know. Uh, but these these only the 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 devils are only can go back and forth from waypoint, which I don't know if that's intentional or not. Uh, they did destroy the one we were able to capture. Well, they destroyed the uh, solenoid we were able to capture. But we've got we've got Randus and Pistonella now. We might be able to figure this out. Well, that'd be great. Yeah, we can certainly look at it ahead. Do you know why magical <sighs> communications went down recently? Recently. Uh, yeah, that's probably also our fault. We um. Uh oh. Oh. <laughs> oh, I just um I didn't think about it, but now I've realized that um so Thine is dead. Mm-hmm. So the and fish works. She, yes. Oh no. And she was probably maintaining somehow her the astral sea communications. Um it might be a thing that because of her death it can't work now. Oh, that means, I mean, that's going to hinder them, too. Hopefully. I mean, that's just a theory. It had been not functioning properly before that, in that, like, it was people were, I don't know, having their heads explode when they tried. But And we thought that maybe when we took her down and took down this weird network that she was using that um, was uh, keeping people from sending, uh, getting to certain places on her island that maybe things would get better, but they did not. They seem to have only gotten worse. Right. Wait, so why did you... She was with She was Asmodeus. the traitor. She sent us yep. to that island. Of course she did. Yep. Yep. Yeah. And she attacked us. Oh. I mean, that seems reasonable. Yeah, I wish I didn't have to. I don't like the consequences at all, but it was, uh, it was a Sir Her. It was necessary, especially since she sent us to the Scarlet Abattoir in the first place. Yeah, I uh, imagine it's not the last one. Probably not. Hopefully not. It better not. I imagine it's not even the only. Or there's, there's more to come. Uh, but you guys, when was the last time you had a break? Oh, I don't know. Not. <laughs> okay. Let's get some food in you. Come on in. <laughs> Sounds good. Enter the cabin. Uh, it's a cabin. Um, you know, I don't know how messy a cat keeps it, but there's like lots of space here. This is, uh, you know, a cabin of an Asmodean, probably like war chaplain. So there's definitely a lot of either mounts where there used to be Asmodean symbols or stuff thrown on top of Asmodean symbols. Um, but there's plenty of places to sit and uh, tables, and I'm sure there's like maps and and stuff that like Ket was looking over. Ket will clear off one of the tables and open up a 
open up a uh, cabinet to grab some drinks. Yeah. Uh, so how everybody do you guys... sits down at the table. Yeah. I do not. Okay. I'll sit. How so did Car you two? Stays relatively close to where Orem is. Yeah, those guys are uh, just kind of standing there. Right. So put a couple tups at the table for Randis and Sparkle. Come up. Uh, ask them. How did you two point at the two at the table? Get those two. Well, uh, Orem, we found in a crystal. Yeah, he was being used as a power source by a Gith lieutenant, which was messed up. Um, and then we found Sakar at um, Leak Forest. He'd been mind-controlled to corrupt it by seeping into the earth. Oh. It was unpleasant. I can't even begin to imagine. Do you need anything? Would you like anything? Uh, I'm all right for now. We can make that treat you invented, Orm. Meat and bread and cheese. I'm good, thank you. I'm glad to have you guys back as well. It's unexpectedly good to see you. Especially since we weren't entirely sure what came next. Yeah, and you know, I was pretty sure that you weren't actually dead, but you know, being told that you'd been... uh... Wait, no, you didn't tell me. How did you... um, The starfish? Uh, I may have... Intentionally lost it to a low-level challenger on the uh, alley. <laughs> to create a distraction? Well, there is multiple people looking for the thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I wasn't being able to get a break anywhere. Mm. So when some scrub decided to challenge, how do you put it, Asmodeus's washout... <laughs> Oh, that's kind of uh, funny. I let him have it and then kept tabs on it as best as I could. You just let a powerful weapon just slip out of your hands. I Because you needed a break? I needed to be able to do this. I needed to have not everybody on my back 24-7. Speaking of things on your back, where's your imp? Presumably still with him. I didn't realize the influence Asmodeus had on the alley. How do you mean? Oh, just on Guy? Yeah, as Guy was only given to me as part of, there was one as part of the uh, tournament. Asmodeus seems very, very good at rigging games. I mean, we asked you if you could trust it. Thought I could. Again, I thought it was part of the alley, not... But you didn't ask it directly, you just made an assumption? Yes, because asking if you can trust someone directly has worked so well in our favor every time. We trusted Thien, that worked out. I mean, she's dead. Yeah, because we got lucky, and Sparkle was able to find the fish. I should probably call off those bounties now. Oh, yes, please. Yeah. We had many run-ins. We'll do. Uh, that'll be the first thing we do when we get back. Uh, what else has been going on? What do we got? We've got the Armada. is uh, working on one of the uh, things. Pixo's working on more maps, figuring out where we can actually do stuff. Uh, have you guys gotten any new information other than taking down? Uh, oh, what about the gods at the other three pillars? Uh, Tiger. No idea where Tiger is. Uh, oh, Ulridon apparently walked Up out with the. Uh, yeah, with one of those eggs. Oh, no. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Magubiet's doing fine. In his That's way. Good news. 
Yeah, that's uh, Asmodeus actually apparently had to show up personally at Snapstab to put down uh, basically a whole hero labyrinth dungeon situation around uh, the pillar there to keep mom and his hordes of goblins. Um, luckily, Dallin was able to get through them and uh, and deal with the situation. Are you sure he wasn't one of yours? He was definitely one of Orm's. Orm's being mean. That uh, sounds normal. The poor kid sold his uh, all memories of him to a uh, elder fae to, for something. Yeah, deals with the fae. Not great. But he became a hero, at least. And you all remember him. It's a bit more complicated than that, but at least we will remember. We can make sure none of his sacrifices were... uh... Mm. Wait. Why don't you have any of these people with you? Yeah, so that's the other complicated part. Mm -hmm. The process of dismantling the pillar required the Gordians to stay behind at each location. Oh. The uh, So those, those magical artifacts that I said that allowed me to not be a rat anymore, um, they were the order-eating gourds, um, really, really powerful chaotic magic, and um, when each one is activated, it needed one of them to stay behind to with it they seem to all have like a bond to each one having encountered them through various reasons previously ah so they're all okay they're just kind of stuck at their respective islands at least until things are more resolved well resolve things we shall (laughs) yeah did uh i think i I think Arathis kind of knew was knew that we were going to, or not, uh, well, Arathis and for that matter, Bahamut kind of knew that we were going to fail and they were pushing for, to some degree, this to happen. I think Mugubiat's not wrong when he says that you need to make something not worth Asmodeus's while anymore. And I think that's what he made you. That I'm not worth his while anymore? Yeah, not to be spying on him. Not, not to be spying on you, that he had to, he made you, he had to play uh, the card he only gets to play once. That is a fair point. That's just my operating theory. Well, he's played that card and we're still standing. Uh-huh. Yeah, more or less. Uh, hoping with a couple more tricks up our sleeves now. Here, Rodrigo. Yes. How long would the trip back to the boardwalk be? Uh, well, that depends on which ship you're taking. How long would anything that's not a phase ship be? Uh, depends on what ship you're taking. If you're taking oh. this ship, it will probably take you a few days. Um, if you're taking one of the barges, it would probably take you a lot longer because those ships are slower. Fair. I'm guessing right. you don't park the entire Bright Armada in one place ever. Of course not. Yeah, so a few days, maybe a couple days if you make good time and nothing comes up. Uh, is the the I forget the name of the other boat. It's not on this. The boat. Magister's Regent, uh, on this one or on one oh, the, of the Eventide Regent. Eventide Regent. Yeah, that is that's back on the Baby Bird. Or there's another barge now that's uh, that has it now. Okay, but yeah, it's not on this ship. So, I think we need to get back to the boardwalk. What? have you or what 
were you you guys planning on doing were heading this way? Well, we were hoping to find the Armada um, because we honestly didn't know what to do next. We uh, we'd done the uh, dismantling the pillars, which was kind of our primary goal, and then it was just uh, we hoped that maybe meeting up with the resistance would be the next logical step. All right. How'd you find out about the Armada? Uh oh, uh, Salaf. Salaf made it. Yes, no. sort of. Mm, no. He died. He died saving a lot of people at um, uh, Rutile Island. But he uh, had a technique that allowed him to come back as a ghost, and so he's been advising us. Well, that's quite crafty. Yeah. How how many times have the bounties uh, given you problems? Uh... Several. Depending on your definition of problem. Yeah, I mean, I'm not sure that all of them are yours. No, only one, as far as you guys know, was from the Bright Armada. Yeah, some guys with weird wolves came after us, and they said they were from the Armada. Oh. All right, so others are still after the thing. Mm -hmm. That makes sense. There seem to be quite a few people remotely viewing to try and find it as well. Oh, uh, that also makes sense. Mm -hmm. Have you learned who any of these are? Not specifically. That implies you've learned something. <laughs> it does. I mean, we found a priest of Melora was scrying on us. Um, we weren't sure if he was with Mil uh, Mata or just uh, allied with Melora. Mm -hmm. And I don't know, Orem, who were the other people that you spotted? Random people. There were quite a few, and the resources necessary to look at all of them would have been prohibitive. But at the very least, someone uh, in Melora's retinue was interested. I presume that any other gods that still survive may be interested as well, given the device's usage and presumably reputation now that Thene has. Hmm. Oh, I don't know that word of that has spread yet. Though I also don't know if the Divine can sense each other in that way. You'd think that at least some of them could. I have to admit, I've never really understood their entire portfolio discussion, so I presume that someone might know. I sincerely hope that Asmodeus knows, and he knows that we're coming for him. Well, I'm certain he's aware of it, though. Well, if, he, if he knows what fear is, I hope he knows that as well. I'm not sure that he actually does. Well, as a friend of mine was famously heard to say, we may just have to introduce him. That is what I want to hear. Uh, we'll have to teach him the type of fear that you're wanting him to feel. Mm. We have plenty of motivation. Well, if we can figure out the solenoid thing, I have ideas on that front. Though Waypoint seems to be the most heavily defended island in the sea at this point. Mm. Makes sense. Well, hmm. Oh, um, another thing that is true, I don't know how much we can count on it at all, but uh, the Queen's rebellious daughter is sort of back. She's how we got Orem out. Oh. Or some sort of incarnation of what she used to be? Yes. Uh, apparently oh. they, I don't know, regenerate in some fashion. 
whatever it was that she was composed of was not destroyed. And clearly she's not the same creature and yet she is the same essence. Yeah, she's not as nice. She didn't happen to mention Lek, did she? She did not. I assume he is actually dead. Did you make her aware of uh, what Asmodeus knows? Yeah, she said she'd deal with it, but not with us. She made a whole point about how we were ants and she didn't care about us. And I asked her to try to not blow up the world. And she agreed to try. So we're now on a race against time. I mean, we always were. A race against time was how this entire affair began, if I recall correctly. Yeah, but once certain things settled down, I kind of figured we'd have a bit more uh, breathing space to deal with problems. Mm. But no worries. Well, no more so. I'm going to leave. You know what, Sakaar, Randis, why don't we go check out the rest of the ship? Yeah, I'll go with you. No, it seems like you want to stay here. Oh, no, I most definitely do not want to stay here. Well, all right. How about you two deal with whatever it is that you want to say to Kat? You can say that with us around, or you can say it without us around. I blame all of this on Kat. You turning into a rat, Sakar turning into whatever he turned into, Randis's problems, me being stuck in a gym for however long. All of this could have been mitigated if Kat would have asked the right questions and, and listened to what was really being done. Okay, you want to play that blame game? Do you really want to play that blame game, I'm I'm not the one because that I was spent feeding... I was not the one feeding in the information to dealing with that you could have helped up if you had just asked Spud the right question. Uh, that's true. I've owned up to my mistakes. You haven't owned up to us. I haven't heard one I'm sorry from you since, since you, you have seen us. Not once. You want an apology? An apology isn't going to make any of this better. I'm sorry that you got stuck in the gem. I wish there was some way I could have done something more to get all of this taken care of sooner. To not have to deal with all of this. I don't trust you, Ket. You never did. That never I don't stopped tr- us from I don't trust you before. even more right now. You don't have to. But right now, we're the best way that this Virtus, or the best answer this Virtus has. If we defeat Asmodeus, maybe you'll be right. We've all made assumptions. We've all made incorrect guesses. We've all counted on things that turned out not to be true. We've all acted foolishly. We've all been short-sighted. And I think that each and every one of us feels the weight of responsibility for what has happened. And you, Master Rivendorn, aren't entirely incorrect. And you, Hazard aren't entirely to blame, but if the five of us are going to do anything in any manner that will be successful, you're going to have to come to terms with one another. It's going to take some time. I'm not just somebody who's going to say, oh, look, everybody, it's Ket. Huh, hey, Ket is back. Hooray, hooray, hooray. Let's dance around and do a jig. I'm not going to do that. With respect, I don't believe that any of us are, but he is no more or no less to blame for this than you or I or Master Rivendorn or Lady Sparkle. Whatever machinations were going on beyond our ken were beyond our ken. And whether or not we trusted the imp or all of that is foregone. That conclusion is gone. There is no way to unring that bell. Orm, I consider myself to be one of the best judges of whether people are lying that I know. Um, It's something that I've 
practiced very hard uh, for a very long time. And I didn't know that Tachyotl was secretly working for uh, I freaking another cup or uh, a different guild. A different guild. There we go. I was I, was, I wanted to go with Megacorp, and I've somehow <laughs> yep. failed that. Um, uh, I didn't know that he was a powerful Avenger of Grumsh. Uh, I really don't believe that cat is to blame here. I don't know that asking Guy would have done anything. I don't know if I point blank asked Guy if it would have done anything. He thought it was a tool. And, you know, maybe it was bad judgment. We, I, I mean, I remember when I first saw him, I said, our imps evil. And maybe that's, that's on me for not pushing harder, too. But we were betrayed by Thien, and we didn't see it coming. And if you don't trust him still... That's okay. I've worked with people I don't trust before. I still don't really trust Alushe. But I guess you have to just act on his actions. And this, this what he's built, is impressive. And we're going to need it. But you're entitled to your anger. That's why I wanted you to talk. And that's why I'm glad that you did. Um, because we can't, we can't work together unless it's resolved. And... I hope it will be in time. Orm finally, finally releases his grip on his... <laughs> finally releases the grip on his sword. Fine, for now. And as Orm does that, Sakar releases the grip on the sword that he was not letting anyone see that he had his. And finally leaves Orm's side. <laughs> Kettle finally reach out to shake Sakar's hand. Sakar will shake. I believe you said you had something to drink. I do. Thank you. Kettle, lead him over to the cabinet and have him pick. Ooh, there's a cool cabinet. Ooh. Yeah. Number like what? number one spoil is booze. Number one spoil is booze. Sailors are boozers, so anytime anything gets captured, there's a bunch of booze on board. Whatever uh, one is reddest and thickest. Yeah. I'll take that back. <laughs> uh... Kettle grab a bottle. The tomato pour. juice. <laughs> Although Asmodean sailors might definitely have blood. That's what I'm hoping. Sakar finds something to drink. Mm. And sits at the table. All right. Well, how about we just break right there? That mm -hmm. sounds good. Yeah. All right. Thank you, everybody, for checking out the show this week. If you have any questions, send them to us. Podcast at Majorspoilers.com. Don't forget, you can follow us all on the Twitter. Let's uh, swing it around the horn. Sam, where can people find you? Uh, Samantha Nelson one. And Rob? Boar Immortal. Matthew? I'll be leaning on the front of the quick stop at Mighty King Cobra. Brian? At DND Brian. That is letter D, not an ampersand, because that's not allowed in uh, Twitter names. There you go. And Rodrigo? Uh, at Fearsome Critter. And of course, you can follow me at Major Spoilers. And until next time, here's hoping all of your dice rolls are critical hits. This podcast is copyright 2020 by Major Spoilers Entertainment, LLC.